All right, good morning or good afternoon, everyone. Today is Wednesday, April 21st, 2021. And wow, what an interesting 48 hours. Let me tell all of you. Um, the show kind of got put on hold because of something that happened here in Canada that I am pretty proud to report on because interestingly enough, this should be something that uh, I would argue should be not maybe front page, but covered around the world. And it's not whatsoever. So let me tell you guys what happened basically. So Sunday at midnight, uh, Eastern Standard Time, the uh, one of the three biggest cable or and network uh, providers, so for internet, for cell phone service, cell phone data, all that kind of stuff, um, went down, right? And normally these things happen from time to time, but usually not this big. Anyways, there are three companies. For those that don't live in Canada, I just let me explain very quickly. There are three companies that basically monopolize the market here. Um, one of them is Bell. The company name is Bell. The other one is Rogers, and the third one is TELUS. They basically dominate the market for cable television, for uh, providing Wi-Fi in people's homes, uh, cell phone coverage and plans and things like this, right? Now, the interesting thing about all this, folks, let me tell you, is that Verizon, AT&T have been trying to get into the Canadian market for a very long time, but Rogers, Bell and TELUS have been paying Canadian politicians to make sure that these companies do not come into the Canadian market. Now, you might be saying, okay, you know, I understand that they don't want more competition, but folks, not just that. Let me tell you, I looked at the numbers just before doing this and I must say, and for those that live in Canada, you'll know this. We in Canada pay more for our cell phone bill, even after you do the conversion to American dollars. We pay more for our cell phone bill than any other country, not just in the West, but in Europe and arguably around the world. So for basic, you know, calling, texting, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are people that might get the odd deal in Canada, but it's anywhere of $100 or north for, uh, or more for something that you would get in the States for $50, $60 USD. Even after conversion, it's like 70 bucks Canadian. So in other words, we're getting raped here, right? So long story short, that's basically why uh, these co three companies have such a monopoly over the market. They're paying politicians to use some bullshit regulatory rules to not let Verizon, AT&T, and others into the market. Long story short, about close to 5,000 cell towers went out on the software side, on the cyber side, Sunday at midnight Eastern Standard Time, okay? Long story short, this no one knew how bad it was because the company itself, Rogers, just put out a tweet saying, and I quote, this was the only tweet they put out for the next 48 hours saying, we understand understand that some users may be experiencing intermittent issues. No, 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 no. It was not some and it was not intermittent. It was 10 million users. And let's put it this way, folks, just to give you perspective, there are 40 million people that live in Canada. All right, give or take. There's a, uh, yeah, I just wanted to confirm. There's about 40 million people that live in Canada. All right. 10 out of that 40 million did, were not able to even make a phone call, let alone a 911 phone call. So what ended up happening was as of yesterday, when things started getting back to normal, Rogers, the company made a statement and they said, well, you know, we understand we, there's no excuse for this. We basically, they said we fucked up, right? However, they said the problem was caused by a software update, which is what caused all their towers to go down. Now, an internal software update on their own end, on the back end of things. Now, a technician, a high-level technician, came out and leaked to the press off the record that this was not the case, that this, in fact, was a virus from a foreign adversary. Now, that is still unofficial, not, not confirmed whatsoever. Then, Rogers, the company, quote, they amended their statement. They fixed it. I say that with air quotes for those listening on audio. They basically then said, well, it was a virus, um... 
but it was a virus of our own doing. The software update unintentionally created the virus. Now, folks, I know some of you that watch and listen are far better with computers than I am. Tell me something, please. And I, I genuinely ask this. Unless it's artificial intelligence, unless there's a bit of AI in that software update, how the hell could a software update have produced its own virus that it would have taken out almost 5,000 cell phone towers across the entire country? I mean, I, I guess it's possible. I, I don't know how likely, though. Y you see what I'm saying? So when this happened, long story short, as you all know, every every couple of weeks, I'll take I'll take a day or two off, right? Just to kind of reset myself and all that. And uh, it, Monday was one of those days. So I said, okay, perfect. You know, the timing just kind of works out. But then it dragged on into yesterday, into Tuesday, and still no answer. What's interesting is that there were articles written about it, and then suddenly they kind of got covered up by the algorithm. Some articles got removed. And these are articles written by uh, CTV News, CBC News. Uh, these are Canadian major companies. These are like our version of ABC and NBC and, and CNN, basically. And then it, it got covered on some morning breakfast channels. And even then, the headline still read, some users don't have any, uh, any, um, any connection. That's not true. The entire country who basically used Rogers and every other company that Rogers owned, so Fido and all of the, the smaller companies that they basically bought up to monopolize the market, had no internet service cannot even make a 911 call it was so bad that the local police stations had to put out tweets saying if you need help like you might have to drive to the police station folks this is how bad it was still not covered whatsoever i imagine this was a form of an intelligence operation canadian intelligence probably told the canadian media to shut up and not say too much about it i don't know but what I can tell you folks is that this was big and this was not covered by any metric I will tell you so let's um anyways my sorry for a bit of a rant on that uh, but I did want to explain that as clearly as possible. But my whole point is this. I'm all for capitalism. I'm, I'm all for free market. But I, I want the American companies to come in here because if not, we're going to if, if if there's a foreign hack at, a, again and this is going to happen, it's temporary. It put the show on hold for one day. Thankfully, it didn't put it on for much longer. Right. Just for yesterday, because Monday I was going to I was going to take a break anyways on Monday. But anyways, the, the next thing is that the GameStop CEO is stepping down, which is interesting. Um, Again, I guess because of, you know, the whole what happened there before, maybe there's an investigation. I'm not sure. I don't think they did anything wrong per se. I didn't look into specifics, but again, you know, these things fluctuate. People step down and, and, and get rehired and come back or they go to other companies or they, they go and they start their own thing, right? The next thing is that Apple is allowing Parler back on. Well, this is tough because it's kind of like, do we give credit to Apple or not really? I mean... I still don't agree with with Apple and Amazon and, and Google removing Parler from their app stores. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of like better the devil you know than the devil you don't kind of thing. But at this point in time, I don't see how this looks good on Apple by any means. I, I don't know if there are people. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure there's people still using Parler. Don't I mean, don't get me wrong, but I think people have moved on very quickly and maybe Parler's lost its momentum. I'm not so sure, right? The next thing is that uh, Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all three counts. And um, yeah, I mean, look, folks, unless there's a part of a context here that I'm missing, so please do feel free to fill me in in the comments um, if you're watching on YouTube. But like, like I've always been saying, it's hard to, assuming that's what actually happened, assuming the footage is legit and everything, it's hard to take that away. Like, uh, what protocol of any police station anywhere in the world says, yeah, you jam his neck with your knee for nine minutes and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, either way, it's, I think, 
look, both sides uh, politically are generally saying, look, this is not right. You know what I mean? So ultimately, um, I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not dissatisfied with the results. Let's say, I mean, come on. He he murdered the guy flat out murdered. Now, again, if there's context that I'm missing, then please feel free to fill me in. But from my understanding, look, it's it's just the way it goes. Right. They made a ruling. It's simple. Now, I do want to mention something else, too, to give all of you full context. The judge said the day before yesterday uh, said the trial could, in fact, be have very strong grounds to be appealed and overturned because of what. Maxine Waters said, and Maxine Waters is a, a very, a very well-connected Democrat who's known to go to protests and say things. But now she said something along the lines of, "If we don't get what we want, we got to get physical. We have to show them we mean business." That could very possibly be grounds for an appeal on jury intimidation, right? Because if once the jury's leaving the courthouse and things like this, unless there's a process to keep them anonymous and protected still at that point, that could be grounds for witness in intimidation. Now, at the same time, though, um, Maxine Waters, for those who don't know, she's been very outspoken, not just with the George Floyd thing, but with, you know, advocates and rights for, for African-Americans and for people of color, which is great. But again, when she starts making those statements... You know, and if we want to play both sides here and play devil's advocate, when she starts making those statements like, you know, if we don't get the, the results we want from this trial, we got to show them we mean physical. We got to get in their face and we got to mean business. That's a, that's pretty damn vague. So when the Democrats say to the Republicans, oh, Republicans incite violence by using vague terms. Is this not the same thing? Why is the media not covering it on this side? And I'm not trying to take a side here, folks, but we have to play both sides of it here, right? And as each day goes by, I must say, that gentleman, Charlie Chester, that CNN uh, camera technician guy, man, he, he's being proven correct more and more as each day goes by. Because again, why won't the media cover it? Because again, they, they pick the stories they want to cover and they just throw shit up and see what sticks, generally speaking, most of the time, right? Sort of like... Um, Trump with uh, sort of like with the Russia thing, the Russiagate thing, Rachel Maddow from MSNBC have, has been saying, and she said it again last week. Oh, we learned from, from the, um, from the CIA that, you know, Russia did this and Russia did that. Look, I'm not saying there was not interference by the Russians, but to say there was collusion that they worked with the Trump campaign. I don't know. And the reason why I bring this up folks is because the mainstream media, these reporters and anchors, they get paid 20, 30, 40, 50 grand a day just to repeat establishment talking points. Like, you know, oh, we learned from the CIA today. Really? What did you learn from the CIA? And I'm not trying to shit on the CIA specifically. I would say this about the Mossad, the MI6, you name it. These intelligence agencies are not there to tell the people the truth. They've lied for every, you know, every 20 seconds that I've been alive in my life. And I'm sure for all of you, it's the same idea. Do you see what I'm saying here? So, so anyways, you, you guys see what I'm saying. Sorry for the, for the little rant there. But anyways, the, um, the next thing is that former Vice President Walter Mondale died at 93. Uh, I do have to say, if we're being realistic here, 93 is not a bad age to go at. I mean, uh, no one wants to die, obviously, but 93 is not a bad age, if we're being real. Uh, the next thing is that five were wounded in an Iraqi base hosting Americans. There was a, a rocket launch attacking the base, and allegedly Iran-backed factions did it, but nobody has uh, taken clear responsibility. Look... This is just, again, proxy warfare, asymmetrical warfare. If intelligence can prove it or not, it, it doesn't even matter at this point. It's just a matter of which country paid which small group of rebels or militia or independent, you know, street gangs or whatever to get access to rocket launchers in the Middle East and uh, and basically blow up a base. You know, where they paid enough money? And was it Iran? I mean, who else could it have been, right? I mean, we can name some countries, don't get me wrong, but... 
Um, but yeah, I, I don't want to fall for the Iran narrative, but at the same time, Iran is not good by, I mean, the regime, not the people, the regime by any stretch of the metric, uh, we have to be very vigilant of Iran. So the next thing is that Matthew McConaughey is leading the polls, you know, the actor McConaughey in, uh, in who the people of Texas would vote for, for their next governor. The question then becomes this, folks, will McConaughey be brought into the circle of corruption? Because he can have all these great ideas, but look at what happened with even taking politics uh, out of it. Look at AOC and her, her team. They've basically fallen into the circle of being buddy-buddy with the establishment, and they would rather buddy up with their other fellow politicians than make real change. And we've seen that with Force the Vote, with AOC and Bernie and the progressives. They caved, right? So... What I'm trying to say is this, McConaughey, he's making, he's made a YouTube channel. What I've noticed, and I kind of see his strategy, he's trying to not be this celebrity that lives in a high, you know, um, a, a penthouse tower that, you know, the average person cannot get in contact with. He's trying to level himself with the people, and that's great. But at what point does he come in and he gets pulled in by that corruption and he gets pulled aside? And I know this might sound conspiratorial, but it's true. And he gets told by a slew of people whispering to him, listen, man. Matt, this is not how things go. If you're going to do this, you have to understand you're not going to really, you know what I mean? Big, big changes are not going to come. You know what I mean, folks? And I'm not saying, I'm saying for Democrat and Republican, it's the same idea, generally speaking, right? If we're taking a, a neutral, independent perspective. So again, he, um, he, I'm curious to see how many Texans as well, too. And this is not an insult to the people of Texas, but I'm curious to see how the people of Texas will react if uh, for those who don't know his politics well enough, because he's a self-proclaimed Matthew McConaughey radical centrist. So, I mean, look, that, that could, again, that's also quite vague. That could mean a lot of things, right? So anyways, the next thing is that the European Union may have found a strong link between blood clots and the Johnson & Johnson uh, vaccine. Like I say, folks, um, again, not trying to push my my perspective and beliefs on COVID onto any of you, uh, but I have to say, this is why I won't take it. There's always something coming out, and I understand that some people might say, you know, uh, this is just a rare thing relative to the millions of doses. Doesn't matter, folks. I don't want to be that one. You know what I mean? So... The next thing is that Idris Deby died. Uh, he was the president of the country of Chad. He died visiting soldiers who were battling rebels, uh, the armed forces said. Now his son got named the new leader, I think, in the last 24 hours or something like that. There we go. Um, so, yeah, I mean, listen, I guess COG, continuity of government as they call it, assuming it's a stable government there. Hey, you know, we move on. I mean, it's it's unfortunate the father died, but it's that's it, right? Uh, the next thing is that UNICEF said that um, said Mexico sees massive increase in children near the U.S. border. Again, to say that there isn't a border crisis would be a joke. I mean, regardless of your politics, Biden even had to admit there was a border crisis. You know, so at this point, whatever. Um, I mean, not whatever, but I, like they've been saying this for months, and Biden wouldn't address it. Where's the media criticism on him for that? You know what I mean? If, if again, it, it just it pisses me off. So whatever. We we all know there's a crisis at the border, that the U.S. Mexico border. So unless everything is one big stage, <laughs> the next thing is that Miguel Diaz Canal is now the president of Cuba. First time in a long time where there's not a Castro in there. But I mean, again, does the family still have influence? Does the family still have ties? Do they still have some pull? We have to keep that in mind too. This is something the mainstream media is not going to report, right? Uh, the next thing is that Bolsonaro from Brazil and Biden, um, their deal to preserve the Amazon stalled amid pressure. 
look again you gotta you gotta preserve nature i'm not even i'm putting the, the the climate change thing aside i'm a big fan of nature i'm not a i wouldn't call myself a tree hugger per se but if you're just blatantly destroying forests for no reason come for factories or something like this i mean nature is a very beautiful thing you know not to sound corny but i i, I Honestly, the climate change thing, I have a very different perspective on, but in terms of just destroying nature, you got to preserve it. I mean, maybe that's my biasness. I'm a big animal uh, guy, so, but you know. Uh, the next thing is that the UK minister is exploring Israel's vaccine passport app. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, the next thing is that this whole, so I don't normally cover sports, but um, apparently there was uh, an attempt to form a super league, if you will, but uh, Chelsea and Manchester, um, oh damn it, Manchester City, excuse me, backed out uh, of this alleged super league that was going to form. I'm sure some of you may have heard about this uh, in much more detail than I. However, it's been alleged that the reason why these coaches came together to make this so-called super league was to gain more leverage at the negotiating table with UEFA and uh, and basically say, hey, you know, we can play this game too if you're not going to give us a little more of what we want, right? I don't know specifics, folks. If I'm wrong, please forgive me. But this is my understanding of the situation. Allegedly, this whole Super League thing was could have been legitimate, but was more so a bluff than anything else. But, you know, I, I don't know enough to comment. So the next thing is that the mayor of Los Angeles has proposed basic income guaranteed program. Uh, here, here's the problem. It, this is the problem with doing it at a localized level, in my opinion. I'm not an expert on macroeconomics, but the... The... Um, the, the idea that you would do this and then only people in LA have this this type of basic set income, what does that mean for the rest of the people in California? Never mind the rest of the people in the country. I get it. State by state is different, but it's not a state thing. It's a, it's a city within a state, and I get it. There are a ton of people living in LA. Don't don't get me wrong. But how much, do, how much pull does this mayor really have? I know there are some of you that watch and listen to the show that live in LA or in Cali. Maybe you could give me a better, a better context. But again... Um, would, would that work economically relative to everyone outside of LA, you know, uh, assuming it's as, you know, simple as they say, right? With regards to the mayor wanting a proposed basic income guaranteed program. Uh, the next thing is that uh, Putin warned foreign powers over crossing, excuse me, over crossing what he called Russia's red line. Um, again, also with Navalny too. Navalny has been on a hunger strike for a couple weeks now. Apparently he can go into cardiac arrest and or die at any any minute, any hour, any day at this point according to the doctors. He's been Navalny's been moved into a uh, a prison hospital like I said Putin doesn't care. When Putin warns people to say don't cross the red line or don't cross Russia's red line, uh, he could be, you know, could be a physical b uh, barrier more than likely it's metaphorical obviously, but he's he's either talking tough and he, he wants someone to make a move or i don't know it's interesting because mikhail gorbachev the, the final president uh and leader of the ussr was interviewed very recently on his perspective on if he sees another cold war ramping up and he says not exactly a cold war but he he said it's getting chilly and um it's interesting when I see those things because it just goes to show how much is the Western media propping up this whole Cold War thing, right? Uh, at the same time, I'm not saying Russia is completely innocent by no stretch, but we have to call things like they are if we want to be totally neutral, right? Uh, the next thing is that um, there's a ton of protests going on in Germany, which is interesting, I guess, about the lockdowns. Meanwhile, Angela Merkel 
well, I've read it's been about the lockdowns, but Angela Merkel wants to uh, also increase the ability that police have in general, uh, which I I don't necessarily agree with, but I don't live in Germany, so I don't want to you know start making comments about things that I don't know if I don't live there. Uh, the next thing is that uh, the Daily Mail is suing Google over allegedly hiding its search results. Interesting. Um, because again, uh, I, I do have to say, folks, the Daily Mail, as much of a tabloid sort of outlet as the Western media tries to make the Daily Mail seem, they have some very good reporters there uh, at the Daily Mail. Um, I know that obviously they go for the headlines quite often, but there are, there's a lot of stories that I've been able to confirm on my own from doing the main episodes that I first found at the Daily Mail and then, you know, uh, went on to, uh, to research and validate later on. So, you know, as long as you can ascertain the veracity of these articles... I really don't care. I mean, obviously, you have you want to have some reputable standing from a certain outlet. But again, these these outlets like CNN, Washington Post, you can't trust them, at least in my opinion, in my opinion. Right. Um, you might have the odd story that's fairly accurate, but it, the, the, those fairly accurate stories from, you know, the Washington Post, CNN, the, the New York Times, they're being reported there because there's no benefit to a particular agenda. So they just they truly do report it neutrally, but very rare to come across, I must say, in my opinion. Uh, the next thing is that Netflix shares plunge amid fears that the pandemic is slowly coming to an end. Well, I mean, that's business like people are going to stop being at home as much. Um yeah, sure. I mean, that's just the stock market. It goes up and down, right? So people are trying to sell now. Uh, the next thing is that TikTok is being sued for billions over how it collects and stores children's data. Oof, this is going to be interesting to see with TikTok there. Um, yeah, so... Again, it's a touchy subject um, when you get into the whole children thing. Whether it's with, with you know, um, as they say, with the Q people or whether it's with, uh, and I say that with air quotes, by the way, or whether it's with the mainstream media, it's very scary to see. TikTok, I've always known, um, is very vulnerable to a lot of things. And a lot of people know that too. But again, it's just like clicking the agreement uh, to terms and conditions on iTunes. Nobody cares. Nobody's going to care. You know, just like Facebook, you agree to the terms. You know, I'll give you guys a quick example. Like, you know, as I'm sure many of you know, uh, I just recently got this new mic. Next thing you know, and I did not order anything uh, from my own cell phone. I did it through somebody else's computer. Next thing you know, I start seeing Facebook advertisements for accessories for this microphone. Now, I personally would not have social media if I didn't have the show. But I'm just saying, you know, like it, it's scary when I see these things. So, yeah, when TikTok is collecting children's data, you you better worry, you know, so. Uh, the final thing is that the United Nations urged the United Arab Emirates to prove that Princess Latifah is still alive. Okay, I, I don't know, and I'm not saying about Princess Latifah. It's just when I see all these demands being made around the world, whether it's, you know, the U.S. demanding this from Russia or, you know, um, because of Navalny or other world leaders saying China let us in to investigate the Wuhan lab more. When I see all these demands being made, these countries are not listening and not that they should. Do you see what I'm saying? Not that it's a right thing or a wrong thing, but you know, when I see these things, I can't help but think this is a this is a staged. Um, th this is staged. Which what we really have to look at are the intelligence operations, not not this whole oh you know Angela Merkel demanded Putin release this and that. Yeah, so what? You know, it's not gonna he's not gonna do it. So let's move on. It, it's all BS. So, anyways. Um, I'm just curious to see if, you know, uh, if the UAE will even respond to that, because again, they're powerful enough to basically brush that comment off from uh, the UN. So anyways, that's it for today. And we'll catch you guys later on. Cheers.